Hello everybody, and welcome back to the Magical Mouse. We've taken quite a bit of time off, and like most of you, we are trying to navigate this new world and what it means for our podcast. When the four of us started the Magical Mouse, the idea was to take everyone along with us to the parks and experience the Disney magic from wherever you are, whether that be festivals, resorts, park events, or new rides, or just experiencing the atmosphere of Disney. We wanted to try to capture that and bring it home to you. Obviously, the parks have been closed for a long time, and we can't go there, which means all the plans we had for 2020 so far are either canceled or in limbo. We had a camping trip at Fort Wilderness canceled, the Flower and Garden Festival, food and wine seems to be in danger, and so that means we've had to change things up. We tried to record an episode over Zoom, and... It didn't work. The audio was bad, so we finally decided to sit down and record an episode about what we would do if we could go to Disney right now. We want to keep everybody's spirits up and make sure that we can bring some Disney magic here in Orlando, Florida, home to wherever you are or wherever you may be listening. So, coming up on YouTube, we're going to be doing Disney things at home. Disney Springs is opening on May 20th, and as that starts to get situated, we may take a visit out there to see exactly what's going on. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Magical Mouse. For this week on Main Street, we are going to be talking about the one thing we could do if we could go to Disney right now, whether it be a ride, an attraction, a restaurant, food, a festival, whatever it may be, what we could do right now if we were able to go to Disney. And of course, we want to hear what you would be, do if you were able to go to Disney. So please email us, magicalmousepod at gmail.com. Find us at on Twitter, at magicalmousepod, facebook.com slash magicalmouse. Uh, all of this stuff can be found on our website, magicalmousepodcast.com. So if this is your first time listening, welcome to the Magical Mouse. I'm Ryan. Soon I'll be joined by the rest of my hosts for this week on Main Street, but also, it's a double whammy this week. We are actually taking two extinct attractions, Alien Encounter and Horizons. We're watching a YouTube ride-through of both of them and picking which one we would bring back today. So it was a lot of fun to take a trip down memory lane. We have not been on either one of those attractions. Not Any four of us have not been on any of those attractions. So that's something we're also going to try to do more of. In the future, but thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Magical Mouse. We hope you're staying safe and doing well out there. Here is this week on Main Street. All right, well, it's been a while, and this year was supposed to be a year of fun. We had all these plans camping. Resort hopping, resort staying, new attractions. We had all sorts of plans. But all those have gone out the window, so our YouTube channel and our podcast channel has been quiet. But I think we are going to get back on track and going to try to find a little bit of Disney fun, even in the sadness of the parks being closed for the longest time in their history. Um, So, obviously, we all hope that you're all staying safe out there and I know all of us want Disney World, Disneyland uh, to get back open and hopefully it will be soon. But this week on Main Street we're going to just try to do a bunch of different things uh, to find some Disney magic at home. 
Uh, we're going to talk about the one thing that we wish we could do right now at Disney. All restrictions removed. This stuff never happened. What's one thing that we wish we could do right now? Then we're going to try a new segment. We're going to take two extinct attractions. Watch a ride through and pick which one we would want to ride right now. Or it's the same question. Which one would you rather ride slash bring back? So if you want to ride it, obviously you'd want to bring that back versus the other two ones that we've never been on before. So we've, we will get to that in a minute. But joining me around the table for this week on Main Street is the same cast of characters as always. I'm Ryan. Abe, we'll start with you. Yes, pal. How are you, buddy? Um, you know, I'm okay. Um, I really miss Disney. In fact, uh, right before we started this thing tonight, we were just watching YouTube videos of people walking around Disney, and it uh, it made me kind of sad. But uh, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I'm not, I'm not as bad as a lot of people have it out there. So I don't want to complain too much. But I do miss Disney, and I think that's fair. I think I'm allowed to say that. You know. Uh, you know, uh, what this made me do, do is appreciate Disney and not worry so much about all the little stuff. Like, oh, yeah. they're changing it, or they're making a choice I don't like, or Disney versus Universal. Like, right. I kind of would just, even if, like, outdated stuff, like I was saying, I, I would ride Ellen's Energy Adventure right now. <laughs> it made me appreciate, which sounds funny because it's Disney World, but, like, we get... Online gets caught up in like oh the Disney changes and they're doing all this stuff. There's a chance now after the investors call from quarter one that Disney had, which was a disaster, as expected. They basically were like, "There's 900 million dollars we were going to spend that we're no longer going to spend." That means we don't know. I think they're obviously going to have to finish Epcot because it's it's in the middle of. There's nothing you can do at this point. But the Star Wars Hotel, who knows if that's still going to happen? The Galactic Star Cruiser. Because that may not have been far enough along. They might have to just shelve it for a while. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't really even care about new rides. It, I care about riding the rides. That's what I was saying. I, it's like, yeah. I want to appreciate what's already there yeah. just because of how mad. We get jaded. Like, I, I'd, I'd go, I, I mean, I love this anyways, but I can't tell you the last time I walked by the Hall of Presidents with any sort of want to go in there, but I would gladly go sit in there. If it was all they had, if that was, <laughs> let's say Disney opened tomorrow, but they said, look. All we're opening is the Hall of Presidents. Hall of Presidents. Those <laughs> fighting words. Hall of Presidents, and they're going to reopen the electric umbrella, and that's it. I would do it for 12 hours. <laughs> and, yeah. and there's not much Same, bro. spectacular Same. about those. But it's like you sort of like, you know what, like, there's classics, but like I would just, I, I it's almost like walking and like, I wouldn't do this obviously, but it's like walking, being stranded on an island and finally getting on, landing it and like kissing the ground. Yeah. Not a good time to do that right now, but... Anyways, you don't uh, kiss anything. So, uh, I think the, the late, two ladies here obviously miss Disney um, a lot. But um, let's go ahead and start with the one thing that you would do, though. And then, well, first off, I guess we should bring it up first. A little piece of news: Shanghai Disneyland is now open. Uh, it opens on the 11th, so by the time this comes out, it'll it'll be open. Uh, we just watched an instructional video that Disney made on what they're gonna do. So, uh, w- Whitney, you watched it, so. You have to get a reservation. You either have to buy a ticket, or if you're an annual pass holder, you have to get a reservation and come That's in. the part that surprised me the most. I mean, obviously, looking back, it makes sense. Because annual pass holders would fill up the 35%. Because yeah. they're open at 35%. That's what they're open at. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, I don't know what the Floridian annual pass holder count looks like. I mean, y'all had 
passes when you didn't live here. Yeah. So. Yeah, remember when we lived in Tennessee? It was like we, the first we year. Passes that we didn't pay monthly. We just paid the full out annual pass. Did we? Yeah. Just like the first year, but I mean, there's plenty of that, I'm sure. Yeah. So I'm wondering, you well, know, we had it when we lived in Tennessee, yeah, we had it because we went one trip and then we went back in August and we went back in May oh. at the end of the trip just because we could. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to think there's a lot of people from other states that have that have pass. passes. Gene does that. So I mean, because as different from the Shanghai thing, the first thing that we heard was that they were only going to let Florida residents back in. Right. You know remains to be seen i think but i mean even if florida residents were the only ones that could go and they had to be annual pass holders i'm sure that would fill up that 35 that's what i'm saying i don't know what it looks like so are they even going to be able to let people in that buy tickets what's good about about disney world is that it's 35 percent times four because there's four parks and water parks if they do that so disneyland shanghai disneyland is only one park so 35 percent of one park it'd be like 35 percent of the magic kingdom right where you're here it's 35 percent of animal kingdom 35 percent at possibly the water park so then it becomes how does that work with park hoppers do you only get to reserve for one so anyway going back to the shanghai thing i was surprised that pass holders have to reserve ahead of time mm-hmm. the day that they're going yeah and then you've got uh so like it, when we watch them board pirates every other Every other row on pirates in the boat was empty. Which I think I was expecting that. Yeah. yeah. There was six feet apart in all the lines and all the queues. And their tables uh, were you labeled. Have to, now, this is one I don't know if it'll happen in America or not, but you have to wear a mask in China. I think that'll happen here. I think they will. I do too. I think they will. The only, the only issue why I would say I don't know if here is because of kids. Yeah. Because a, it's very very hot and humid out here, and maybe with the after over a certain age. Yeah, I wonder if there won't be a restriction like for ten and under, because like our kids are four and two. There's no way they're not wearing a mask. They're just not. Bryant I mean, will wear it for like maybe. But it's a, five minutes. Like I, I've been wearing it while I'm out at work, and if I do anything physical, it's like really hot and hard to breathe. Yeah. So like oh, and in a Florida summer, that's forget a, yeah, it. So that's something they have to think of. Like you know, some people could have you know breathing issues or whatever well and my first thought with that was would they use it as a way to cut crowd you know for people who don't want to wear masks yeah. but then i was like it is the kids that aren't going to wear it and that's the whole point of disneyland as yeah. we've talked about before kids and adults so that would be kind of dumb so but i would i would as long as the mask thing like i would wear a mask but my kids would not so as long as they would allow that i think i would go to disney world at the video we just saw everybody was very spread out yeah everything is sanitized and wiped down there's hand sanitizer everywhere you exit my dream the, so kate you want that stuff to stay yeah i do I mean, you are to be completely <laughs> honest though there's no reason it couldn't or shouldn't you know i mean i don't know if that i, I really don't know honestly as you know, just in general, not Disney or anything How else. How does this but change I the world permanently? Yeah, does it change the world permanently? Or do we open the world back up and everybody's like, oh, like, you There's know. I think it changes the world permanently. Yeah. This is one of those things that the entire world went through together and they're not, it's not going to. Yeah. It wasn't an overnight thing. It was a, a, I mean, what? Now we're getting close to six months long. I mean, the only thing I can compare it to, I mean, and it's not even a, you know, complete comparison, but is. Like look at look for example at nine eleven, not and, even, huh? Not but, even though. But I'm just saying like the way we flew and changed. like the way everybody was scared to fly for a long time, and that still kind of I think exists in some back of some people's minds. But at the same time, nobody's like that's not that's certainly not in the forefront of people's minds. And I don't know if the security has really like. Well, it makes it, I guess it, I think what this is going to do is make you aware. Like yeah. 
they don't ever wipe down or sanitize like the cue railings that you know that kids. Gross. I mean, the thing about it is, again, whether they whether they will or not, I think I think it's fair to say that they should. Well, I think that's gonna say is make it way. When's the so last too. time we clean that? Right. It, so it may not be. It may just be a new thing where you think. Because I've it? been hearing rumors that Disney World and Land here in the states when they open is that every guest will get like a small pack of Clorox wipes. Yeah. Once you enter the gate, and it's then amazing. that way, as you go places, you know, hey, I'm gonna wipe down as I lean up against this railing, or if I'm about to eat, even though you know it's clean, it's 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 the guest Peace to be able to get mind. over that mental hurdle. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. These so, people should hire me. I could tell them what to clean. I bet they need a task sanit- sanitization <laughs> they task <need> force. <laughs> <laughs> they need a, to hire a bunch of germaphobes. So, I would go to Disney World. At the way that I saw that. You yeah. get a reservation. You know it's only at 35% capacity, so you know it'll never be that And busy. they're taking your temperature on they're the way They're taking in. your temperature, which... So if you haven't... Look it up. It's it's like instructions for the phased reopening... On YouTube. ...of uh, Shanghai Disneyland. It's on YouTube. Um, and so we watched it, and it was like, that seems reasonable. 35%. It was, it was very open. Uh, and you get your temperature checked, so you know anybody that has a fever is not going to be able to enter the park. So everyone you're staring at, you know doesn't have a fever. Um, you know... The mask thing, like I said, adults can wear masks. I don't think they're ever going to be able to make kids wear it. Because um, there's kids with disabilities. Yeah. You know, there's kids that may not, you know. I mean, uh, it's well, we may kind of just see how that plays out with this uh, Shanghai thing. Because, yeah. I mean, it's true. I mean, it, but that's good a- luck trying to keep a five-year-old wearing a yeah, mask. Yeah, sure. Oh, my gosh. But I mean, is that a little bit of a culture thing, too? I mean, that's yeah, established in some true. areas of the world already. True. There's a, um, you know, the, the Shanghai one, you have to get a QR health code saying that you've either had it and you're done or you've been tested and it's negative. That's something that the United States probably won't do. The yeah. government there will make you do it here. You, you, you know, it's just different cultures. Yeah. I mean, some of the... Uh, surveys that we've recently gotten from theme parks mostly universal but they were like one of the main things they asked a couple of times were was would you be comfortable presenting a health passport Hmm. that's sounds to me like a doctor's note but they were like would you feel comfortable if we made our employees present a health passport and like all these different uh iterations of how that would you know I, manifest I, itself i don't know i would certainly do that well disney springs is i said to yes to everything because yeah. i wanted to open disney springs <laughs> like i think all of us would agree we want to go but we wouldn't do it in a dangerous way like if exactly. they wouldn't if they said all no no restrictions tomorrow we're gonna open up during like nothing yeah. there i don't think you would catch any of us there i'd, but, I'd honestly i you know i'm i am super anxious to go back to disney and if they opened any of the parks i would i would be there probably from the start but i don't feel that way about disney springs i don't think i would which that opens on may 20th yeah, non-disney yeah. owned no i don't things either. i'm interested to see how that's going to work because I think that place is going to be jammed. On, I think on you're right. Does that include non-Disney restaurants yes. slash which ones? Like are Raglan those? Road, Morimoto. No, those are opening. Di- th- yeah, those aren't Disney owned. Oh, Morimoto's not Disney owned. No, no, it's I owned by. Um, uh, I can't remember the name of the Womp company. The it's House. actually the company that is Italy. Oh, that's right. Epcot. Uh, oh, I know. Gotcha. Patina. Patina Group. Yeah. Yeah, That's Patina right. Group. Uh, so, uh, I forgot about that. Chef Arts. Um, you've got... So, the D, what is it? The Deluxe Burger? What's that place called? Deluxe. That is a Disney-owned. 
because you can you can okay. order. That's Disney owned. Blaze Pizza is that, that still was, there? Yeah, Blaze Pizza's on. So, Blaze yeah. is there. That's owned by LeBron James. And then uh, really, Wait, what? No, he yeah. just. I think it's not owned by him. He just franchised a bunch. Oh, okay. I think, but I may be. Oh. However, the barbecue place I can, no, it's not because it's owned Orlando. by um, Polite Pig. Polite Pig. It's owned by. Uh, I, I believe it's owned by the same people that own a local restaurant that's very. Planet Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, Chicken Guy, which is expanding. Planet Hollywood is owned by Disney, right? Really? Yeah, it's not. I did not know that. We're all getting an education here (laughs) tonight. There's actually very few Disney-owned restaurants in Disney Springs. That makes sense. It's actually very, like, the you got got the House of Blues. You got very few things that are actually owned by Disney uh, because you got to think they make money by just having somebody else come and operate it. So they're not open already. They're opening along with the stores on May 20th. So... Stores not owned by Disney, Uniqlo, Ron John, you go down the list. There's actually Harley. more stores owned by Disney than, sure. than restaurants. Yeah, there's tons. I mean, right there by the theater, there's probably like I would five I would have to think that, yeah. that the restaurants are going to have to be reservation only. They already are anyways, but I, I think they have to pretty much... They may can, not even... I wonder if they'll put security at the parking garages and stuff and not let you in. Because you're going to have to like... Oh. You're going to have to prove you have a reservation. Because you know, even though you don't have to have a reservation, you can walk up and get one. On some nights at Disney yeah. Springs, it's true. Um, you We've know, done that, <laughs> but I think Jock Lindsay's is owned by Disney, so I don't yes. think that's going to be open. That's true. That's a good point. Um, so, but but I think because I think you have to have a reservation because if not, people are, you know are going to because we were at a restaurant picking up to go last night that's open inside, and you're only allowed to open at I think what is it twenty five percent yeah capacity inside something like so, that. So. You can't have people just kind of standing around lingering. You're going to have to have a reservation, which is probably impossible to get. And the stores can only operate at a certain amount of people in there. So if if you're not in a store because it's too packed and you're not in a restaurant because you don't have a reservation, they don't want people just standing around. So I think they're going to probably limit the people that are in the parking garage too and just say, I don't know if Disney Springs Twitter account is going to say don't come anymore. There's enough people. But I'm interested to see. But I think that True. I don't, I don't, I think there's not – a lack of people that want to go. So oh, I agree with that. Yeah, but I would go to Disney World tomorrow with those restrictions we watched on that video. Thirty-five percent. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're outside most of the time. You're not going to see anybody there. Everyone's using hand sanitizer. Everything's being sanitized. Nobody's sitting by each other. It seems like the cast is very. Yeah. Like it. I mean. Temperature checks. Well trained with what to do. I, I envisioned it like a bag check where you have to stand there and somebody puts. Yeah, that's in what your I head. thought. Yeah. But there's a machine that we saw in this video where it's just it's scanning everybody as they walk in. Yeah, it's almost it's as like as a if, like, thermal you, thing. Yeah, like it's like, a, and you go through like a almost like a uh, giant metal detector. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And as you walk through that, it's checking it at the same. It's pretty time. cool. Which, so I would definitely go on its annual pass holders if which, they open. If they did that, I mean, if they if that's if it looks like it did in that video, it won't hold up lines. No, in the no. least. No, you're just walking and in. Yeah, I thought it was going to take forever just to get in. Thirty-five percent is going to seem incredibly empty. I think it's going to seem like the night we went oh, to the yeah. DVC event. Oh yeah, where it's yeah. going to be like nobody's Dead. there. Yeah, there'll be a lot of people there, but these parks are massive. You have yeah. to remember that. Yeah. Um, I think you're going to probably not have shows. I don't think they're going to do no. shows. We've heard parades, they're not gonna fireworks. Parades, fireworks, yeah. yeah. They won't Saturday. do shows where you everybody's sitting in a theater next yeah. to each other inside. You know, um, Characters will be... The character meeting. Removed. Reason. Yeah. Not removed, but far removed from you. Yeah. So, anyways, we did see that. I, I think if Disney opens with that capacity, the four parks, 35%. I would go to that. I'd try to make me a reservation. I would Six go for a couple parks. hours. I would you know, be safe. But I think that's a, a very promising sign. Yeah. I just really want to go to the water parks. <laughs> I've never been to the water parks. I wonder what? how it would work. Yeah. Like, does the 
that is probably a disaster idea to, for them to open water. that up. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Well, think about it. No masks, because yeah, you would. It's like a, a is, is literal water. water torture situation. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, from a scientific standpoint, is can can coronavirus stay in water? That's the question. I don't know if they even know that yet. Yeah. Uh, the golf courses are open. Right. At Disney right now. Like the actual. Golf did they ever close? No. no. Yeah. They never, they never did. They were always Golf open. courses in general. Because your dad's been going golfing. And the ones, that, even the ones on Disney property have been staying open. Yeah. Actually, that's interesting. So, um, but anyways, that's, that's where we stand. Let's talk about the one thing that we, so let's say this does open, but they, there are no restrictions. Uh, Abe, we'll start with you because we always start with you for some reason. No. What's the one thing you <laughs> wish you could do right now? Give now, me anything. Now let me say let me let me uh, clear this up. So that, that that we're assuming it opens up tomorrow, like as if this were open up tomorrow, and I only say that uh, for the weather, because let's say this opens up in June or July. Let's say it's that beautiful would totally weather. Totally change change <laughs> let's just make it the perfect scenario for whatever your thing is. Okay. So perfect. Whatever you're missing situation. the most, right? Because so. I mean, like when you look and just aside a little quick aside, but um, it could be like for it, instance, it could be the Christmas party. Yeah. Yeah, if, if that's what you're feeling. Like. I, um, you know, I, I don't really go in the summer. To be honest, I, I, most of my friends don't have like they have blackouts on their annual passes. Like we do. Yep. So a lot of people of my friends don't go, and it's just too hot. Me you go Whit- to water parks. Me and Whitney go to the water parks, but I will say, like, if it's a perfect situ- situation, um, I would go. I would love to go to any of the Epcot festivals. I don't care which one. If I had my, if I had my opinion. Sorry. It'd be Flower and Garden. I would do a Flower and Garden festival. Is that because you really want to do that or because we missed out on it? No, because that's... It's a funny because like I've, I think I've said like Epcot is kind of... like That's what I end up doing more than any other thing is walking around Epcot. But now that I don't have it, it's what I miss the most. It, genuinely. It's not, it's not... It has nothing to do with like me feeling like I missed... Flower and Garden, my favorite and my favorite festival, like I said, is the the Festival of the Arts, um, and I think maybe it is maybe it is has to do something with like the weather that and it's just like kind of reminding me of that outside, but um, but yeah, in, any of the festivals, but I would say Flower and Garden is how I feel right this minute. Whitney, what about you? Um, so we attempted to do this episode a while back, and my answer to this question was. Start off with breakfast at the Polynesian and then go to the water parks and then go to Magic Kingdom after that. And since this is like, what, a month later, practically, I'm cutting all of that straight to watching the fireworks at Magic Kingdom, like Mm. planning myself down on the middle of Main Street, USA. And hopefully there's like families with small children in my peripheral vision that I can watch because that's the purest thing I think that exists in the world is small children watching the fireworks happen. Um, I, yeah, at this point I don't even need the rest of it. <laughs> I just need the fireworks part. Our kids still haven't seen the fireworks show. Because <sighs> so they were so young and it was so late, but that's I really, true. really want, I guess whenever it happens again, they're ready. Mm-hmm. So Kate, what would you, what would be the what's the one thing you miss? I was also gonna say the festivals in Epcot, but I want to go to the Festival of the Arts. Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty badly. I really like that festival. Yeah, get some art. I do want some art. Get some food. I think the reason I said uh, 
I, I, thinking back, I think the reason I said Flower and Garden is because Flower and Garden is a little bit more geared towards food than Art mm-hmm. Festival. And because one of the other things I just missed from all this is actually just like going to a restaurant. And not that the festivals are a restaurant necessarily because it's still eating but outside. But it's a dining experience. Just, yeah, it's a dining yeah. experience. Flower and, and Garden has and good food. Flower Garden has one of my favorite dining yeah. experiences of the, of the festivals. 100%. Which one? Uh-huh. Which one? Which which booth? what's your favorite di- yeah booth particularly it would be in Mexico like it is pretty much any the oh. other ones but I think they had that a while back they had chilaquiles so good and so large uh, anyway so at first my answer was going to be pirates because that's my all time favorite attraction that's the one that always makes me feel like I'm at, at Disney is pirates but I think I've actually changed it to going to Trader Sam's at the outside deck that's at the time of the fireworks. Mm. Oh, every yeah, that's so, every nice. single answer that anybody's given, I am like, yeah. I know, I that, could have been mine. <laughs> that yeah, sounds good. <laughs> any one of these could be mine. And I'll tell you why. Attractions are important and good, and they they are what... None of us said attractions. I know. None of us Right, did. and I think that's what, that's what it hit me, is that like actually my favorite thing about Disney, and what sets it apart versus other theme parks, is the atmosphere of Disney. And the amount of different things that you can do. If I had to pick a season time, it would be Christmas time. Go to the Polynesian, but I would I would take any time. But my favorite time was when we went two days before Christmas. Mm, that was amazing. And we watched the Christmas fireworks. And I, that's my favorite season is, Chris, is, is winter is, is Christmas. But honestly, the water, you can see the bungalows right there. Yeah. There's somebody out there playing the ukulele. You see the fireworks. The drinks are great. The waiter, the staff at Trader Sam's is really cool. Two days before Christmas in Florida, the weather is perfect. Perfect. Yeah. But I think doing stuff like that is quintessential Disney. It's the atmosphere. Everywhere you look, smell, see, and taste is just like you can't get this anywhere else unless you actually go to like a Polynesian island. Yep. Like that, and Disney has so much of that. You can go on a safari, right? Like, and yeah. you can't do that unless you go to Africa. But even that? if you were to go to a, a Polynesian island, you st- it's still, and I'm not saying that would have its own magic, but Disney has its own magic that it creates in and of itself. It creates the the idea that you're at a, a, a luau in in Hawaii, but also kind of like at a magical theme park. It's like it's like if if a luau was also parts half parts a luau and half parts magic yeah like actual magic because i mean that's the thing about disney is like it's not creating like anything in which like like epcot in particular like all those places are places you could really go see the the uh basically chichen itzu and mexico eiffel tower in paris chichen itza sorry chicken pizza chicken pizza uh, Chichen Itza in uh, Mexico, Eiffel Tower in Paris, Leaning Tower of Pisa, and uh, these are all things you can go see in real life. But there's something extra about the magic of Disney, you know, that makes those things just special in their own well, way. My third choice is going to be doing that camping trip that we were supposed to do. Uh. But here's the thing: you can go camping anywhere. It's but true. like, there's something different about camping at Fort Wilderness. Yeah. Yeah. In- Not to true. mention the golf cart. Yeah. All right, Kate, where, where, where do we want to eat right now at Disney? I tell you, we get to go. Where do you want to go? Is it Morimoto? Or or that new J- J- Japan restaurant we haven't been to where you I really want to go there. Wait, what's this? So there's a new restaurant yeah. that is open in Japan. It's been Epcot open Pavilion. a while. It's been open while. for a few months. Yeah. And they have a dress code. You have to dress. Is it nice? Like up the stairs? I don't know where it's located, actually. Like where the hibachi was? 
no, no, no. Well, it's everything's not there. still open. This is an additional one. Interesting. Oh. Yeah, I can't remember where it's at. But it's, go it's been open yeah. for a few months, but you have to dress well, like you can't like wear nice. shorts and flip flops. You have to dress like casual nice. Yeah. Like Which maybe is jeans and a button up shirt. Like maybe it's something crazy in the summer. Where when you work at a bank. Would you, but where would you, are you going Morimoto, Duck Ramen, or are you going the new Japanese place? The new place. I really want to go to that new place. Hey, hey where are you eating right now? If we say, let's go eat. Um, I, I mean, you know, food for me is a very, like, what I'm in, the, what I'm in the moment. Um, yeah. but I would say probably the, uh, uh, Mexican food in the pyramid. Uh, San, San Angelo. San, San, San Angels. Yeah, San Angels. Yep. Whitney, where are we going to eat? Well, I thought I knew until you said there was a new Japanese restaurant. But honestly, I think I'm in such a nostalgic mood right now. Like, I want to go to Casey's Corner and get mini corn dogs. Mm. C- corn dogs. It's the only place I like to eat corn dogs, and only yeah. the mini ones for whatever reason. Honestly, the choices are so. And also, Disney great. chicken tenders. Nothing else tastes no. like Disney chicken tenders. So good. Honestly, probably a Ronto wrap. Uh, mm. The breakfast one. If, the breakfast one. If I was going oh, yeah. to get drinks at Disney, like instead of Ogus. food, Ogus. I would go to Oga's for sure. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh, I miss Galaxy's Edge too. And making them at home doesn't quite feel the same. No. no. But it's like, this is what I was talking about earlier about all these complaints that people had online about Galaxy's Edge. No roaming droids, no this, not a lot of things to do besides shop, you know. But it's like, uh-huh. now if they never touch Galaxy's Edge again, I wouldn't care. I'd just be so grateful just to go again. I, and I don't care about any of that stuff. I mean, yeah. like, get, get, don't get me wrong. Like, none of those things wouldn't obviously add to the to the experience. Yeah. People really obviously complain about would. no roaming droids. First off, it's too crowded for that. First yeah. of all, know. they know we aren't actually in Star Wars. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. <laughs> like, yes, it doesn't are. exist. But the thing about it is, is like, again, like, and, and, and hopefully that does, this is one thing that people take out of this whole experience with the coronavirus, is that, like, sometimes you just got to appreciate that you got something. Yeah. I mean, like, we got this place called Disney. And it's crazy. It's a crazy place. Like, it's crazy that they put all of this effort into making things as perfect as they can reasonably make them. Because you're right, a roaming droid would be amazing. But does it really really make sense? Maybe not. Like, there's no sit-down restaurant. If they never add one because of this, because that wasn't actually in the works in the original planning. Yeah. If they never add one now because of, of this and they, and they don't have the money die. to do it, I'm, yeah. then I'm like, okay, I'm, I, I just would love to ride Smuggler's Run with the four of us plus two friends right now. Yeah. That would be... I was like, what was that? We have we have Trader Sam's on in the back. <laughs> YouTube's an amazing invention. Uh, yes. But uh, so let's talk about let's let's uh, take a quick break here, watch these two ride throughs, and then let's talk about which ride we would want to bring back and ride today. Yay! Picture in a world 
again from the blockbuster video blimp just outside the contemporary hotel here in orlando florida great shot huh isn't it beautiful we are live here welcome back to this very merry christmas parade we hope that you're having a great time because we are we certainly are joan i don't know how the disney people do it remember the old tomorrow land that was fun well, wait till you see what they've done with Tomorrowland's fantastic. It's been a great transformation. It's really a whole new land. You bet. It's more fun. It's more high-tech, more fantasy, and a lot more future. Hey, I was there. Believe me. It was an out-of-this-world experience. <laughs> okay. Hey, Joan, that's what I call a great way to travel. Looks like I'm all here. Welcome to the all-new Tomorrowland, the first adventure of the third millennium. Third millennium, just when I'm getting used to the second one. Hey, come on, let's take a look. Look, it's the Astro Orbiter. Is there any other way to fly into the next millennium? Hey, there's the new Transportarium. Got a minute for some time travel with the Timekeeper? There's Space Mountain. Your basic soar through space at lightning speeds. Not for the faint of heart. Hey, where am I going? You know, I believe Jonas something to do with all this. Hey, where are we anyway? You know, this must be Alien Encounter. Nah, this is Disney. There couldn't be a real alien inside. I'm told they're doing some testing in teletransportation through space. Maybe I'll get sent to Mars. You want to know something? They'd love me on Mars. I'd be a big hit on Mars. Yeah. Come on, I'll take you on a sneak preview. Place. Hey, this looks like good see. Well, where do they think? I'm gonna run away? Oh, gosh, look at this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our demonstration of the T-10,000 teleporter. A teleporter! What? Something's wrong. An alien being has been intercepted. Oh no! He's escaped! Ah! And that's just a sneak preview of Alien Encounter. Joan, any idea where I can get a new sweater? <laughs> All right, so we just got done watching two ride-through videos. One was Horizons, which was an Epcot from the 80s and the 90s. It closed uh, and it was replaced by Mission Space. And then Alien Encounter in Magic Kingdom. Uh, that was replaced by Stitch's Greatest Grape, which now is nothing but a Stitch meet and greet. Um, and they gutted everything. In there, um, and there's rumors that that's going to turn into a Wreck-It Ralph. Ralph breaks the internet ride coming up. Huh. That's the rumor. But let's talk about these two attractions. Let's we'll start with Horizons. So, even the video that we watched stated that pretty much after a couple of years, it became like a non-thing. It became seasonal. There was not a lot of people that went on it. Uh, it was a futuristic ride that was supposed to be what the 21st century is. I can see why it it it, it like. I could see the appeal when it first opened in the 80s, I guess. Right. But I could see how fast that it got dated, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah. So those th those kind of rides, uh, the ones that do survive are ones that have kind of some tie to Walt himself. Like, obviously, yeah. um, 
Carousel, uh, progress. carousel progress is, a, is I mean, it's it's literally in this case, it's 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 a spaceship Earth meets carousel progress, but spaceship Earth has survived because a, it's inside spaceship Earth, so it's like not much you can do once you kind of stick to that format. That's kind of all you can do, but it's also been updated multiple right. times. This was and this was a and that was a ride about like the past leading into the future. This ride was about the future specifically. Well, so when all of this stuff doesn't happen, then what do you do? Also with spaceship Earth. It's the first thing you come to at Epcot. Yeah. So, whereas the uh, Horizons was probably something that it was kind of off the beaten path, so you'd have to go there. You, you, like, people will go to um, Test Track. Because it's off the beaten path of what you normally do at Epcot, but it's worth it because the ride is good. Yeah. Whereas Horizons off the beaten path, nobody's going to go out of their way to go to that ride. However, Spaceship Earth is the first thing they're like, okay, we'll jump on Spaceship Earth and we'll go into the rest. And so people are willing to do that. So let's talk about why we didn't like what we saw, and then we can talk about why we did. Kate, did you? Would you ride that tomorrow? No, it's too long for what it is. Yeah, I, I could see losing interest. Real like quick. I'm okay with long rides if they're not that. Uh, it was like the actual big sets in animatronics weren't that bad, and they were kind of cool. And I kind of was pretty cool looking. Would like to see that, but there's a bunch of like video clips in the middle of it, and it's all trippy. And there's like this weird narration where it's some guy and his wife. Um, if they would have just kind of stuck to be like, we're gonna go visit the future. They knew coronavirus was gonna happen. Yeah, there was like a Zoom birthday at the end of the. Thing. Yeah, they're talking about the past of tomorrow. Yeah, that was. And it was like, so are you covering yourselves for when the tomorrow doesn't actually happen? And you're saying it's what the past's idea of tomorrow is. Well, that was kind of cheap. That was sort of the problem with these parks, Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Was that like Epcot was supposed to be the park of the future, and to keep updating that is almost impossible. Especially look at where we were. Look at where we were just in ten years from '99 to 2009. We went from like accessing the internet by putting a uh, an AOL CD in our computer to the iPhone was made in 2009, and, and there's like a little computer in your pocket. Mm-hmm. So like to try to keep up a park with the future, just in that ride was outdated. Like that was supposed to just be the 21st century, and like none of that's even even if the stuff that is there, it wasn't exactly what happened. So like it was a failed concept from the beginning. But like I said, the big sets were cool, the animatronics like in space and stuff. The uh, animatronics and stuff I thought were the best part of it. The video scene was weird. It was just very long yeah. and tedious. Like, after a while, I could be like, all right, let me get off of this. Well, it felt choppy, too. Like, yeah. video, animatronic. And and at least with Spaceship Earth, like, you have the semi-feel of a ride as you go up the hill and down the hill mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But Horizons was flat because it's, it's just where Mission Space is. So you're just looking at things. Yeah. Literally for 15 minutes. Literally 15 minutes. <laughs> Literally 15 minutes. It, it, it did seem part like, ahead of its time because like Rise of the Resistance is part screen, part animatronic. But it's like a thrill adventure the whole time. And, it's like, immersive too. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's so integrated a little better. You could see, yeah, you could see where like at the end there was like it turned into Star Tours at the end for some reason where you like picked what scene you wanted to yeah. do and then yeah, you like weird. started flying through. So it was a very yeah. confusing ride. I I don't think it was that bad. Like we try to watch just full disclosure. We try to watch World of Motion <laughs> and if you had wings and those were 
demonstrably <laughs> much worse. worse. <laughs> so terrible. Uh, so Horizons, I can kind of see why it was a cult classic because if I was like eight and it was like 1992 and I went on that ride, I could see being like, yeah. whoa, you know, space. Yeah, and, Brian I mean, might think it's cool. Yeah. yeah, for the same reason, Carousel of Progress. If Carousel of Progress was to leave, fans would. Yeah, there'd be an uproar. But you also can kind of see where Horizons, like the rides that are there now, maybe did take ideas from it, at least a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. It, there were Carousel of Progress characters in it, we discovered. The, problem or the is, music or whatever. I think Horizons was like trying to incorporate a lot of. Like, there was which great makes sense, they totally should have. I could definitely see. Where it's lack of like identity hurt it. Like Spaceship Earth is Spaceship Earth. You're going in a circle. You see animatronics. It's about the history of communication. Well, it's the ride in the ball. That's what everybody yeah. knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Carousel of Progress is exactly what it is. It's a rotating theater with animatronics tell- what going taking you through the decades. I've never seen that either. This I have. Kate. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Outside when you're waiting and there's the Sherman Brothers and Walt on TV telling you about it. It's awesome. Anyways, why have we never done really it together? Fun. Which one? Know, Carousel of Progress. Kate's uh, never done Carousel of Progress. <laughs> let's go. Oh, yeah. Can, yeah, let's uh, go right Magic now. Kingdom open tomorrow because just we for have us, an emergency. just so we can ride yeah. that. JPEG, if you're listening. So <laughs> here's the so like, but with Horizons, I felt like it doesn't really have an identity. You know, like Carousel right. Progress is what it is, but like this was just kind of like, what are we looking at? Right. And maybe that was the problem where like. Is, is is like these weird videos and like are we look are we looking at the future or like you said are we looking at what what the 50s thought the future was? It was too experimentational. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, also we ha- we're looking at videos like old grainy videos and maybe it's different if we're staring at it. Like you know, because there was a part where there's orange smelling spray. Yeah. yeah. There's we don't get that while watching it here. True. Um, there was the question- orange smelling spray. Yeah, I remember we watched the part where like those guys had found the actual orange spray. The thing that we were watching, where it smells like oranges. I don't think I remember this. Uh, well, <laughs> sneaky guys. <laughs> so, oh yeah. So, uh, I because the, but the question here is which one are you bringing back tomorrow and riding? And so no, let's compare it to the second no. one that we ended up settling on, which is Alien Encounter. Now that, to be fair, it closed in 2003, so it was more recent. But to me, I'm bringing that back instantly. But let's talk about that. The problem why Alien Encounter had to change was it was too scary. But what did you guys think about watching like Alien Encounter, like that that particular experience? What did you think about it? Abe? Well, obviously, I think they made the right call by switching it to Stitch because you're basically yeah. not doing anything different to the ride itself, other than making it like more bubbly and fun. Um, they like Whitney had mentioned earlier by bringing in a good guy to play the part of the scary thing running around the room. Um, I never was able to ride Alien Encounter, but I know lots of people who did at the time. And like I'm I, I I distinctly remember specifically and we were while we were watching it, this there was this guy that I grew up with who was kind of like just too cool for school guy kind of guy. He was a nice guy. His name was Chris actually I shouldn't say his name. He's a cool guy. But uh he um I remember it, there was this thing like that I, my brother was talking about because he's kind of closer to my older brother's age. And they're like, dude, that alien counter ride is so scary. Even so-and-so got scared on it. And he was like, he was like crying afterwards. 
And we were like, this is me as a 13-year-old being like, whoa. <laughs> um, but, I, I mean, it looked scary, but I would, I would... I would rather take my chances crying after after <laughs> after Alien Counter than crying after Horizons because I'm well, so poor. <laughs> well, that was Horizons' problem was that it was really long and it wasn't like a change in what you were looking at necessarily. It was like you just sitting on that moving thing for 17 oh minutes. Oh my gosh! Where this, you go into different rooms and you sit down and there's different experiences i it's a thrill the problem with that is that there's no height limit which means there's no age limit which means five-year-olds sit down in that room and you're in trouble because there is no limit like it's a show so there's no height limit and and disney didn't put an age limit out at the time when i was doing the star tours documentary i did for my other podcast talking to the imagineers part of the objective when michael eisner got on as president of disney or ceo of disney was that he was like where's the stuff for teenagers Mm -hmm. he's like we got stuff for adults we got stuff for kids, but like where the teens that are forced to go with their eight-year-old little brother that's 14, where's the stuff for them? And that's where Star Tours came into play, and that's where Alien Encounter came into play. <laughs> and so, but the problem is you couldn't put a sign that said like, sorry, 13 and up. Like, dark because, Park. Yeah, so like, so there you go, Dark dark Kingdom. They're definitely not doing a fifth park now. But, um, but like people <laughs> sitting there would sit down like a five-year-old not really knowing because even the even the the pre-show where you, they're transporting the alien from one to the next it's like a cute little alien yeah but then like once you get into that room all hell breaks loose so i could see why it was definitely because even the video is kind of like whoa you knowing that like your seat gets poked and there's like air on your feet and like yeah even even the stitch ride now has parts where you know it's a little scary i'm not scary but like it takes you by surprise because yeah. all of a sudden something scurries by your feet and you, you're that little, I think it's like a little whip that whips your Ugh. ankles. Um, like a Roomba but brush. Then, but then like Ryan said, he burps and it smells like chili cheese and yeah. you're like, oh, Stitch, you little, you crazy little animal. You rascal. <laughs> I, but I think if you're asking like, what, what am I bringing back tomorrow and riding? It's Alien Encounter. Like, sure. Uh, yes, please. But those screams seemed that we watched seemed genuine. Oh, they did seem genuine. Yes. Well, but like, we said earlier we hadn't ridden that before all of us were old enough to go to like Halloween Horror Nights and these epic, intense events. So all of us millennials who are going back to Disney right now, I think would Love appreciate it. something like and that. Social media, and I think in hindsight, would indicate that you wouldn't take your kids on it. Like, yeah. right. There was no like Disney community or podcast where like, Yes. People reviewed and there's yeah. no YouTube video. Like, there was so no information. You would go to Disney and like unless you bought the guidebook or whatever, like and I think they would probably have signs out here that like not suitable for younger children. They well, would you're think in about Magic Kingdom and some, yeah. something says like intense ride. Yeah. You're like, oh well, what does that mean? Yeah. You can't take your yeah, you two year old on it. You didn't know what you were getting into until it was yeah, too late. yeah. So now I think I think it would actually do well. I think it would be a viral sensation. Like people want to go on there. You know, and like, and be yeah. like, you know, were you I mean, scared? I'm, sure. I'm, you know, because I can pretty much have gone to Halloween Horror Nights for the last however many years, and I'm continually, continually shocked about how much they get away with. I mean, not only in the obviously the terrifying scare factor, but just like, you know, stuff that's certainly not appropriate for kids. I mean, not that, not that you do see a ton of kids, but you do see some. And you do see kids. Well, they say it's not appropriate for thirteen and under. They do. 
but do. alien encounter was like you're in magic yeah, yeah. kingdom yeah we can't say don't bring your 13 and under kids in but there's parts of of uh Halloween horror nights who i and, and and i'm not trying to like be some stingy you know parent i'm not, first off i'm not a parent and i'm not stingy okay um <laughs> but I, I i think there are parts of Halloween horror nights i wouldn't want my 16 year old kid to see um it's it's pretty out th- it's pretty crazy it's it's a pretty adult intensive event i i mean i agree but. and so i think disney even now uh would be hesitant to put out alien encounter even now so. with what you're saying just because like i mean i get what you're saying i think it would be popular but i think they have to outweigh what is popular and what is like fits their theme. The problem with Disney is yeah. that they're much more susceptible to PR problems yep. than Universal is. Yeah. Could they put Alien Encounter somewhere else though? I mean, I know it would take a lot, yeah, but like not even Alien Encounter, but put something similar in that vein somewhere else that does appeal to the teenage horror crowd, you well, know? Well, what was funny is they like... They don't when, have anything like that anywhere else. When I heard about Alien Encounter when I was as a 13-year-old kid or however old I was... I just assumed, because this was actually the first time I'd ever even seen it, like actual seen it, and I just assumed the alien looked like Alien uh, from from the, uh, yeah, <laughs> from um, the movie. R- yeah, Ridley Scott but movies. Speaking of that, though, before but, we move on, look, like that was the very reason we never took Brian on Great Movie Ride, was it, that That's alien what I was about scene. to say. Yeah, that is. Is that... That's is so that, scary. The alien movie, right? Remember oh, right, 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 right. And it's like the, the first alien. scene you go into, and, yeah, basically. And, and that's well, what I was going to. That's my whole point. Is is that the alien there was? Don't get me wrong. Was m- meant to be scary, and it was scary. But this the the xenomorph that's which is the alien from Aliens is terrifying looking. I mean, it is terrifying yeah. looking for a kid to see, and it was in the great movie right for however long it was. And I know it wasn't as like. Like there was nothing in there to stimulate. But it was scary, like your, and it jumped out at you. Yeah, your senses, like as far as like what you feel and stuff. But like from a visual thing, it's scary. The xenomorph yeah. and that and that ride, you know, to me, um, you know, could have could have ridden that limit of what's acceptable yeah. just as much as as. Uh, yeah, I think Magic Kingdom ultimately was Alien a bad Kingdom. spot for Alien Encounter. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. definitely. I think it's not so much Disney in large, it's Magic Kingdom itself. Yeah. 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 Even though so. they, th- I mean, I understand it because Tomorrowland, Aliens, blah, blah, blah. But. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll start with UK Horizons, Alien Encounter. Which one are you riding tomorrow? You have to pick. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's the thing. mean, okay, Do you like to be scared of things? I hate being scared. I'm scared of being scared. <laughs> You've never been to Halloween Horror Nights or anything no, like that? No. And I'm not really into that scary. either, but Horror Nights, Halloween Horror Nights is not the topic, but really wasn't that bad. Yeah, but you also don't really get scared. You guys went and hung out in a certain wizard-themed part of the park the whole night anyway. So, well, we rode, what, what did we ride? Rip Ride Rocket? Yeah. We rode, uh, yeah, and, uh, um, yeah. the Gringotts. Gringotts. Yeah. So what did you, so which one are you picking? Alien Encounter because it's just black most of the time. Horizons was really long. It was so long. Much more like the modern Disney, right? There's the pre-show video, like the dinosaur attraction. Remember, is like has the pre-show video. Um, and then you move into the actual. Then you move into actual. Like it's much more modern Disney, and the animatronics were really impressive. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Audio animatronics are really impressive. Well, in the way they changed it, well, I guess they didn't do, change it in the actual thing, but um, they did change it a little bit from like the scary to like uber scary. Yeah. Yeah. And the broken glass and all that. Yeah, that uh, was pretty scary. Hey, what are you choosing? Um, actually, you know what? If I were to choose which one would come back tomorrow, I'm assuming if like you you'd have to choose that alien encounter would therefore replace. Well, there's nothing there right now. Yeah, it's just a. Just Stitch meet and greet. Stitch's Great Escape is closed. And they oh, gutted. Great Escape is closed. Closed. And they gutted everything. Yeah. All the animatronics were destroyed. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, all I'm saying right. is like that. You know, to be honest, I I liked uh, um, Stitch's Great Escape or whatever it was. I actually liked that one. I I'll miss it. Um, I mean, I love Wreck It Ralph, so I'm excited for that. But that being said, I wish that that could have gone somewhere else and that Stitch could have stayed because. It made sense. It's again, I think that'll, you know, we, I'm the quick story. Um, I rode uh, with Matt Mendel, a friend of ours. Uh, we were riding the Skyliner and the Skyliner, you can't really, you know, you're, you're stuck there with a, another family. And we were there with these kids and they were super friendly, super outgoing children. You know, one was probably 10 and one was probably eight and they loved Stitch they loved they had all like stitch they said stitch hatches hats they had stitch uh the uh, uh pins everything they were they were it was stitch and it's just like stitch is a great character and yeah. stitch is a character that kids love so it's kind of unfortunate that because after stitch's great well, escape we don't have anything stitch the problem with disney is that when stitch came out it was such an uh, unexpected success they overdid it to where he actually took over the castle one day and graffitied the castle. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And he did a bunch of stuff. like So the problem was they overdid Stitch, and then they had to pull it back, and then they never really... Just you know, you bad. have Ohana you know, at Polynesian, but you, you kind of had to... I was going to say, I wonder if our love of Stitch comes from the fact that the Polynesian is our favorite. No, I think it's just it's a good character. It's a good story. It's a good the concept. The story is incredible. And I used to watch the cartoon where well, the, cartoon well, the cartoon was, was, the cartoon was, was great. great because it was basically the them just trying to find... Homes Every for the strays. Single, yeah, each stray that got off, they would well, find. There's a live action movie coming. So it was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, and so I'm, I'm, I'm excited uh, for that because I really, the, my whole thing is that I. <laughs> Stop it, right? There is. There is. Right. It's coming to Disney Plus, I think. Yeah. What? Yeah. A live Stitch. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> they got rid of Alien Encounter because it was too scary, and they're making a live action Stitch yeah. movie. <laughs> So, Abe, which one are you picking, Horizons so, or Alien? So, just Lord. because of the, the the whole story of it, I think I have to pick Horizons. And honestly, Horizons feels more Disney. I I know what you're saying. It's a terrible ride. It doesn't feel Disney. It feels Epcot. I wouldn't say it feels Epcot. It feels Epcot. It's terrible. I say I'd say it's miss. It's miss executed. But, or I, executed but, well. but tell me if I'm wrong. That when I was watching Alien Encounter, it did not feel Disney. No, if you would have told me this is a Disney World ride, I would have said no. It's like Six Flags, or, yeah, yeah or a roadside attraction. Or Six Flags. Not everybody knows what Six Flags. If you is. look at it, Six Flags well, anyways, but not everybody knows Six Flags. But 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 <laughs> Horizons definitely felt like a Disney. Felt very Disney to me. Mm. Very like you said, very Epcot. Epcot, very Epcot. But it was clear after we watched. Uh, world of Motion was that Epcot's all initial rides were slow-moving rides that were educational about a single topic with animatronics. So, Abe, would you want to go on Ellen's adventure ride? I, on Ellen's. Or, I have been on Ellen's. Or, or Horizons. 
Uh, Horizons. Ellen's it's like 15 minutes. <laughs> Ellen's, is, Ellen's is 45. Yeah. <laughs> Although, you know, when you're when it's hot outside, let's say it was in June and I was, you asked me that question, it's like... Ellen's like, was the like nap ride. You're asking me right now while I'm air conditioned and I'm sitting in a living room <laughs> on a comfy couch. If you were asking me as I'm walking around, wrecking around Epcot in June and I'm like, it's 90 degrees. <laughs> It, you, oh, you're telling me there's a 45 minute ride in the air conditioning? Let's go find that ride with ride. Alex Trebek. Yeah. But the problem and with Bill Nye, the, the problem where they got you with Ellen's was that in the map, the the park guide in the map, when you looked at that particular picture, it was the dinosaur animatronics. Yeah. So you're like, holy cow, Ellen's energy inventor with dinosaurs. <laughs> And animatronics. It was a lie. And then, no. like, you sit down and you're like, well, where's the dinosaurs? There's no. And then, like, 35 minutes later, you're like, there they are. And then you just keep driving. You're like, wait a second. But, anyways, Whitney, Horizons or Alien Encounter? Well, I guess uh, based on Abe's answer, you have to qualify it. Like, am I going for the ride that I most want to experience or the ride that I think most fits Disney? I guess it's just what Dang you want. It. It's, it's what you want to do tomorrow. That's all that matters. Like, if. Tomorrow, they announced we're bringing this back. And yes, that means you have to replace what's currently there. So for Alien Encounter, you're not replacing anything. For Horizons, you've got to get rid of Mission Space, which... Oh, I I much rather would replace nothing because I like Mission Space. And I think I'm one of the few... It's just not that ...that I've talked to that... Mission Space, the problem is that's another one that got outdated quick. But it was one of the first rides where you got to push buttons. And there were not many rides where you got to push buttons, mm-hmm. and it like felt important in this ride, and you were in on a, like a literal mission, as is in the name, and everything. You know, I mean, I feel like there's so many now where there's like, oh, well, you have to do this, and it's you're a part of the ride. It is fun. To Sorry be a part for of the me, ride. it was important to feel important. I, <laughs> <laughs> so you pick Alien Encounter. I do ah, think. Dang it, yeah. I do think Alien Encounter holds up, though. I think that could be a, a thing released today, and you'd be like, "Wow," because the animatronics were incredibly impressive and look like the ones they. I do feel today. like it would do better today than it yeah. did. I, I think. Horizons. Yeah. I think you write or at one least time. have the same reaction. I think yeah. Eight minutes into Horizons, it's like you remember when we went oh. to the. If it were shorter, it'd be easier. We went to the DVC yeah. Moonlight Magic event. Remember we rode Small World. And about about eight minutes in, <laughs> somehow <laughs> like, though we, we managed like, to get stuck on that. We were like, man, we were we stuck in that last this. room for like ten and minutes. It's funny because I've ridden that one that. for a long time. I think what really kind of changed that ride for me that night that we went on that <laughs> my was knee was hurting small, really bad. Was the fact that we were like we they we they squeezed all four of us into one <laughs> row. One row, and, we, and that's the problem. It was just like really too tight. Never, I've never felt and tempted to stand up in a Disney like, ride. You're talking about like whatever, 25%, 35% occupancy because it's a special event. And it felt like every single person in the whole the whole park was on that ride that night because it took forever. And you were just like, anyway, um, you're not wrong. Is, is that Alien Counter is one that I would, I actually wish I could have gone on. Yeah. So I do, like, if I were to ride one, I would choose Alien Encounter. But if I were to choose one that actually was like a mainstay. Excuse me, a mainstay at Disney, I would have to say. But Horizons. the thing about it is, there's so many rides that were like Horizons. Alien yeah. Encounter was so unique, but like Horizons, you had Horizons, like you Alien had Spaceship Encounters. Earth, you had the moving one that I can't remember the name Carousel. because it was exactly Again, like the rest of them. Alien Encounters didn't go away, oh, it just got version. replaced with a better version of it. Yeah, but there's still only one. There were three in Epcot at the same time World of Motion, Spaceship Earth, and yeah. In Horizon, uh, I think yeah. I think the I think I think to me it's Alien Encounter. 
just because I think it holds up well, and I would actually be interested in going into it. Like I think, like I said, I, I I'm interested with Disney history, so I think I want to ride Horizons just to see what everybody was was. You know, it's a cult classic. Uh, but I mean, even then, the attend it became seasonal because nobody was going on it. Right. So like, I even back then in the '90s, people were like, "All right, what is this?" It's 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 too long. So like, I think what I love about I think Rise it overlapped too much too. Yeah. What what I like about Rise of the Resistance is it's long, but it's interesting the entire way through. Like the very end of Horizons got really interesting with like them in space and the FaceTiming thing, and the cool, I mean, that was really cool how you saw somebody FaceTiming. Yeah. And then you actually saw that animatronic version. Like, there cool. are some cool parts, and the sets were very vast and big, which I like, which reminds me of Rise of the Resistance, which is Yeah, but very you're comparing sets. Rise of the Resistance to that, that <laughs> garbage ride. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my point is, if, it's, if we're talking length, because <laughs> if Horizons was an eight-minute ride with most of the big sets, I didn't be like, check out the future, I might actually pick that. But the problem is it's like 17 minutes. Yeah. And it's just like, holy cow. It's dragging. You have if you're going to be that long, you have to like change it up. Yeah. But but it not just be the was, same. was about but it was a it was bunch of different 15. experiences. It but it was, was different. It was, it was so different. The 8 minutes in Horizons, I spend picking my future in Spaceship <laughs> Earth because that's what it is right now. It's yeah. the final 8 minutes you're picking the future and that's And there's something about being inside the ball. <laughs> okay, hold on. I just have this really great scenario in my head which is like Disney opens up tomorrow or whatever. They're going to open up 2 weeks and they're like, "And guess what else? We're bringing back Horizons." <laughs> <laughs> It's like, but Twitter. We what? would have no trouble what? booking Twitter? our pass holder. Twitter would be day. like, oh yeah, we're going back to the old school Disney. But then, like, I think you I think don't know. An exercise on like remembering if, if some of you, if you remember extinct rides, like go back and watch them on YouTube and be like, and realize why they were closed in the first place. Because I mean, like, we were trying to find a worthy competitor to Horizons. Okay. We it's weren't that impressed with Horizons to begin with. But then we try to find a worthy competitor, and Horizons looked like Rise of the Resistance on steroids compared to the other ones until <laughs> yeah. we finally got to Alien Encounter. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I don't know how many segments we can do of this because it's going to be like... There aren't any more. Like, what else? You know, because there's some like the Skyway, which was interesting, but it's not really a ride. You just kind of... Right. You're flying through the, you know, the thing. But, I, you know, I don't know what else. I mean, that I guess we're going to have to expand it to what we've actually ridden before versus what we haven't. Yeah. I mean, or, or, well, you know, that like is you true. said, we did narrow it down because a lot of things, some of us had ridden and some of us yeah. had, had yeah. not. But if we had wings, it was just the worst thing I've oh, ever watched. The, the fact of the matter is this whole segment <laughs> that you're proposing here, which is like the rides that didn't do very good because they got taken out of Disney. Let's which see one that. would you prefer? <laughs> and don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love, uh, like, I love Body Wars. I love, uh, Mel- Maelstrom. Maelstrom. I loved Maelstrom. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, I think, would hold up still. Yeah. yeah. Um, Maelstrom, I mean, I, I mean, it's outdated. And, I mean, obviously, Frozen is a much more... But I like, still quote Maelstrom. Maelstrom no is great. It. But, I mean, like, but like the Scary Adventures of Snow White, which yeah. was one of my favorites, uh, which is still open in Disneyland, but it's not... Oh, a, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, the New Fantasyland closed it. Um, you know, the Great Movie Ride, like, yeah. in the Backlot Tour mm. at MGM... But these are rides like, like ah, to to the eighties. You know, Horizons was one of those rides where like you're not. Oh, you can't get rid of my ride. Well, when they got rid of a uh, great movie ride, it it was not a great ride. It wasn't. It, it, no. and, and I'm the only one in this. Which room. is why I'm trying not to pick 
ones that we've written because you have a nostalgic attachment to you, it. Exactly. But, like, none of us have a nostalgic attachment to Horizons, <laughs> Horizons or when you have wings. Yeah. But um, but oh, no. I've ridden I've ridden Mickey and Minnie's one right, little, little runaway oh, train. Oh, I was supposed yeah. to ride that on March 31st with the kids. And, and, we had and, multiple fast And when, when you compare the two, you're just like, okay. Like, after riding Mickey and Minnie's, you're like, all right, well, I guess that was a much better ride, you know? <laughs> like, you know? Eventually, and, why have an Imagineering department if you're just going to keep everything in stone? Exactly. And I remember watching that Imagineering documentary, and they were talking about how, in, uh, in Disneyland, they changed some of the characters in... Small World. It's right? a small world, and people were uh, in uproar. And it's like... But it's like, why not? It, yeah. you're not? You're not changing the ride in and of itself. Mm-hmm. You're basically just throwing a little few things to make it interesting. Well, until you destroy your ride. Like and it wasn't. Yeah. And they they did, I think they did a good job of adding. Like, yeah, like Aladdin fits in a land. Yeah. Like and like they and added, didn't they add like Dory and Nemo, I think, yeah. in one spot? Like it, it, To go back to my mm-hmm. argument with the uh, Stitch is it's like, you know, I really... You know, want Disney to use their own characters? What 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 is the word I'm looking IP. for? IP. I, I like their I like their IP just because when I go to Disney, I want to feel like it's Disney. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. uh, I appreciate that about like that's one thing that I feel like Epcot you know doesn't have a lot of. Should IP. they turn the Donald ride into a Coco ride? No. Oh, oh shoot. no 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 yes. After yeah. I watched Absolutely. Coco, I'm like, I love the I would ride. love if they Coco, changed it to Coco. Coco would be amazing. Coco it would be amazing. One of the most incredible Disney movies. It's beautiful. Yeah. And musically wise. Yeah. Um, yes. What they could put in. Um, but going back for a second to the great movie ride, I think and one reason a lot of people had issue with that was they could have updated it. And that's the problem that I mentioned about yeah. Epcot and MGM was that MGM was supposed to be a real working studio. So when you base things off of movies that were being made now, like which is what they were trying to do, like like when MGM opened, it was it was there's so many Roger Rabbit themed things. Yeah, like kids at eight have no idea what Roger Rabbit really is right. at this point, and so they had to sort of stop making it a real working studio and turn it into like t- more timeless Mickey and Minnie, Star Wars, you know stuff like that that like every kid can connect with, you know. And then, like, Epcot, it was supposed to be the future. Well, like I said, technology has moved so fast. Remember, even when we were kids, compared to, like, what kid, both of our kids have tablets and know how to, like, use touchscreens, and well, it's, like, nothing to them. I actually, that's amazing. I do <laughs> also, like, uh, being, that being said about the intellectual properties for Epcot, I do, I've, I've always appreciated the fact that Epcot has had an agenda, and their agenda is to, like, take care of the things around you, which... You know, and I don't, but I feel like you can do that and also incorporate some Disney characters, Why which not? they're doing yeah. with the new Epcot, right? Like there's yeah. now in four different neighborhoods, like World Showcase, World Nature, World Discovery, and can't remember what the yeah, name I'm is. Yeah, I'm excited. You if know, they and get there's, to like a, there's like a Moana water area that's coming. Or oh my god, I would love that so much. Wait know, for real? Yeah, and there's like a, a new like interactive water thing Ooh. that talks to you that's Moana themed. There's things coming. Hopefully, I mean, Epcot, I think, so is the I'll one thing that cry. will be completed day, through yeah. coronavirus. It's going to have to because there's too much. But Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be actually informative. That roller coaster is all going to be about energy. Oh, that's cool. So, like, you know, because that, that replaced Ellen's Energy right. Adventure. Yeah, you need energy. <laughs> They're keeping that theme. It's a story roller coaster. Yeah, that's cool. So, that and, and honestly, like, like, um, which is why it's indoor. Which the whole world showcase. It's not really so much about. 
um, you know, educating with with um, science and that sort of thing. It's more educating with like culture and geography and that sort of thing, which is also great. Which I feel like Frozen doesn't fully do. I mean, I know that Frozen's <laughs> yeah. supposed to be set in Scandinavia, but like, yeah. The, but no, isn't that the a whole thing of care. the country's not? Well, that's sponsoring anymore. Yeah, yeah. At some point, the country stopped having a say. In and I get booth. that. I get and that. If, and if you're if you're six, do you care about? <laughs> Street sweeper. Like they have flat tires. Right, it's okay. Yeah, that was kind of intense. You got him, Lucky. Right. You got him. You, you scared him off. Good boy, Lukey. They're gone. You got him. Good boy, my Lukey. You got him. Lukey, come here, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're stuck, Luke. There's no more. Let's go, buddy. No, no, I. Okay. But anyways, yeah. so let's go back. Three, two, one. What were we saying? Uh, you were saying how... Oh, the, Frozen. Yeah, so, like, does a six-year-old care about, like, Norway history? We want them to because we do. But I, I, but I like, think... But it's not what they... Do they? It's they should they. Yeah. And that's the question I think that Disney needs to ask is, like, should we be... But that ride so before worried? had little to no weight at most times, and now it's 60 minutes, and you're like, hey, that's not bad. No, I know. And that's ultimately what they're going to look at. So. Well, and also it draws, it, it draws people into the whole region which right. you know then they can add those sort of things yeah. um you know like keep them interested in, in that but it's also really cool like i was hanging out with a friend of ours and uh he you know he's lived in orlando his whole life but he is not a disney person but he's started uh seeing somebody who is a disney person and she was saying how they went to disney and she was like you know, they had walked into Norway, and she's like, "You realize that these people are actually from Norway?" He's like, "No, they're not." He's like, she's like, "Yeah, they are. Go talk to one of them. They have a Norwegian accent." And he's like, "Yeah, well, they're making it up." And then they walked into uh, China, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you're right. They're all oh, from." But it's cool that they do that. I mean, it really. I is, think it's and awesome, I, and I don't want them to stop doing that just because c- countries are not sponsoring. You know, anymore. Yeah, and they don't, right? The program still exists. Yeah, they yeah. still are going. But I just don't. But like, how far do we stray away from those ideas and concepts until well, into what to get till we get a point? Sorry, excuse me. Until we get to a point in which now they're not doing it that even, you know, because they've lost sight of those kind of things. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So if you had wings, I would fly open tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, so I think we choose Alien Encounter except for Avi puts Horizons. He's taking Mission Space I'm still out. St- uh, yeah, I'm staking with Horizons. <laughs> what if you had to ride Spaceship Earth back to well, back with like, Horizons? No, I mean I get it, and also we're we're uh, we're we're asking very specific <laughs> questions, and I'm I'm answering it in a way that to me interpreted it as like which one would come back permanently. Like if oh. if I could just ride one tomorrow, like there was like a little. Yeah, yeah. Time machine in which it would take me back to 1980, whatever, or whenever 1990. 80s, yeah. I would, uh, I would definitely choose to go on Alien Adventure or Alien Encounter. Encounter. Yeah. Bless you. All right. Well, for this week on Main Street, we talked about a lot of stuff, but I think uh, some ways, real quick, to find Disney at home. We've made Galaxy's Edge cocktails from Ogus. Uh, there's a lot of recipes that Disney has released, including the Dole Whip and churros and the Grace. I think we should try those soon. I think maybe. coming to I our think YouTube we should. channel soon. I think we're gonna we should start trying to make some of this stuff. On I agree. Channel. Let's do it. Um, now that so, social distancing is a uh, less of a thing. Yeah, well, we're still trying. Yeah, we still you know 35. But, but maybe maybe 
maybe two weeks from now. It's not, and then we could try all these recipes. Maybe. Either way, I mean. We'll try a Facebook Live thing. So That's let's true. we'll work on it. Let's 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 try some Disney things at home. It's ride through videos. We were we were in Shanghai today. We were in the '80s today. We did a lot of cool stuff on YouTube. So technology. We're trading. We have Trader Sam's going on in the background right now. So uh, it's very important to uh, try to find Disney magic at home. Uh, Disney Animation has Frozen shorts they've been releasing. Uh, Our daughter loves those so much. Yeah. So there's a lot of cool stuff. So. Uh, anyways, we hope you're trying to find some magic at home, and hopefully we can all get to Disney very soon. Thank you all for listening to This Week on Main Street, and we will see you again very soon. That'll do it for this episode of The Magical Mouse. We hope you all stay safe and positive and hopefully look on the bright side of things. And hopefully we can all get back to Disney soon. Stay tuned to our YouTube channel, our podcast feed, as we will try to bring Disney magic to you. And we will try to get out to Disney Springs now that it's open. Uh, we'll be paying attention to Disney Parks news. We hope you will be too. To stay in touch with the show, go to MagicalMousePodcast.com where you can subscribe to YouTube, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of that great stuff. You can also subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. If it's, if it's a podcast platform, we are there. Thank you so much for giving us a chance and tuning in this week. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully soon we'll be back in Disney World sharing the magic with all of you. Until then, stay tuned as we have many, many other things planned here at home.